Hey y'all, I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn, aka Coach Quay, the productivity coach and your motivational queen. And this is the Productive Mompreneur Show. This podcast is for mompreneurs who want tips to be more productive in their family life and their business. Because God so freely gave these tools to me, I will give you everything you need. Do you need motivation? Motivation. And where should you go? Coach Quay. Maybe you might need some stimulation. Stimulation. Who got that? Coach Quay. Coupled with some determination. Determination. You already know. Coach Quay. And given that supernatural inspiration. Inspiration. Oh, yeah. Coach Quay. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Productive Mompreneur Show. I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn. Let's dive right in. So all month, we've been talking about different ways to empower one another, to be inspired, to be these bomb boss mompreneurs. And I have one of my favorite mompreneurs here today. She happens to be not just Chef Natasha B, but she's also my sister. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yes. So let me just tell y'all a little bit about Natasha. She is a celebrity chef, a traveling chef. She's the owner of Underground Seafood, and she is a mom of three little people, eight-year-old daughter who is like Queen Bee. She has a six-year-old son. He is the man of the house. And then she got a three-year-old little boss baby. So, (laughs) and that baby is truly the boss. So Natasha, tell us a little bit about you outside of what I just shared. Um, thanks. Thanks so much. So like you said, I'm Chef Natasha B, but I'm also your sister and I'm also a mom. I must add with all of that, I'm still an award-winning chef. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> um, in December, I won, um, WHUR 96.3's best chef in the DMV. Um, I'm someone who loves people. I'm someone who loves to work hard. I'm someone who loves to be creative and to just share how I became successful and how other moms, you know, um, they can do the same thing and just to hopefully offer some insight that would encourage them to make them feel like they can do it as well. Awesome. And that's exactly what this show is all about. Empowering other moms, letting them see exactly what we do, how we got where we are and how they can do it too. So some of the things that I want y'all to know, Natasha was in nursing school, y'all. Natasha was in nursing school. Listen, I get to give y'all the scoop because I'll be knowing the background. (laughs) But Natasha was in nursing school, you know, and so every time something is wrong, we're like, Natasha, hey, Nick. So if you hear me call her Nick, just know that's her family name. We all call her Nick or Nikki. So you may hear me switch up the name, call her Nick, Nikki, or Natasha, Chef Natasha B, celebrity chef, award-winning chef. I might throw any of those titles out no matter what, because this is what it's like. You know, we we talk about our different roles and y'all know I'm always talking about the roles that we have. And so we're going to dig right in. But as I was saying, Natasha was in nursing school. And of course, all the family went to her like, Nick, what should we do? You know, if you had a cough or something, because she was our family nurse, right? (laughs) Natasha, tell us what happened when it came to nursing school, because you went from nursing school to celebrity chef. Where is the connection? Okay. um, So a little background. I had always wanted to be 
a nurse. If I ever went to school, I was like, you know, I don't know if I would go for cooking, but I love science. I love the medical field. I'm going to go for nursing. Um, the summer before I started my clinicals for nursing school, I actually started selling plates. So I became a chef right a couple months right before I started school. And once I got in nursing school, I realized, whoa, wait a minute. Wait one minute. I think I like cooking way more than um, being a chef. But at the same time, I didn't know all of the opportunities and the possibilities with chef. I was just thinking job security. I have three kids. I need the money. You know, I'm just thinking like survival. Um, mm -hmm. I mentioned to my family that, hey, I think I want to drop out of nursing school. And everyone was like, no way. You work too hard. I know you're cooking, but, you know, a degree is something that you can stand on. You'll have it for forever. So just keep going. So I did all of this through COVID and my second semester hit and like, I'm like, okay, let me just try to, you know, get through school, even though I, my heart kind of wasn't in it. My first day of clinicals, my first day of clinicals, um, I had excellent care, but I was just careless and I did more than what I was allowed to do, like in the scope of being a nursing student what I was allowed to do. So that day they sent me home and how it all relates. The day I got sent home from nursing school was the same day that I traveled to Tennessee to cook for my first large party. So I had a client book me in Tennessee for the entire weekend to cook for Valentine's day. So it was like, Getting kicked out of nursing school launched me into really being a traveling chef because that was February of 2021. And here it is January of 2022. And I have traveled to a different state every single month since then. Mm -hmm. And actually for Valentine's Day next month, I'll be cooking in Florida. Yay, so I've traveled every single month since, you know, um, nursing school, since that door closed for me. So what I want to point out to y'all, what she didn't mention, she didn't stay long on that part. Not only did they send her home, but she said she got kicked out of nursing school. So she went from a secure, knowing she's going to get a paycheck, knowing she's going to have a job because everybody needs nurses. You got nursing homes, hospitals, doctor's office, traveling nurses, like, you always, private yeah, private duty. You always need a nurse. And so she was going to school for job security. Yes. Definitely. She wasn't going to quit nursing school, though. She was going to stick with it and cook. And I believe that God does some divine things sometimes. And since she wasn't going to quit, he said, okay, I'm going to close the door for you. <laughs> because she was an excellent nursing student. Like she knew what she was talking about when we called her, she was spot on, but she wasn't going to quit something because it was security. She had to take care of her kids. You know, she had to help out on, in different areas. There was no way she was going to just quit something that was guaranteed. But yeah. when you are doing what God tells you to do, or even if you don't step all the way into it and you teeter tottering, God will close the door for you. Do you, do you agree with that? I do. Why do you think me want to cry? <laughs> 
want to cry because literally when I got kicked out of nursing school, I basically had to look to God and be like, okay, God, you know, I need money. You know, I have three kids. If this is what you want me to do, then you're going to have to make a way where I can do this thing financially full time. And he really did that. He, he did really it. did. Listen, she has three small kids. I already told you the ages. And you got to remember, we're talking about going into 2021. So her kids were even younger when she mm-hmm. first started this. And so she's a single mom on top of all of this. So tell us about that. Like, what did God do? Like, what what was the divine setup from God to allow you to be able to really jump into this? I feel like... The reaction that I got, because see, okay, so I had owned other businesses before I became a chef and people liked them and they would share my stuff. But when I started cooking, the way people liked my food and the way that they liked me, the way that the entire thing took off, I felt like, oh, this is what God is telling me to do. I do a lot of things well. Mm -hmm. I do a lot really well but when it came to cooking the way that it took off the way that everyone received it the way you know I have people in different states who've never tried my food they're flying me to their state Mm -hmm. I flew her to my state (laughs) y'all yeah they're they're paying for my hotel you know for Florida for Florida um He's flying me down. He's paying for my hotel. He has a car for me so that, you know, I don't have to Uber around or anything. It's like God is kind of, it's hard work, but the way God is kind of paving this thing, it's like, I'm just running with it. And I'm just trying to keep up with what God is doing with my business. That's, that's all I can kind of do right now is just try to keep up with what he's doing. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing because we we think we think we think we pray big we think we ask big and god be sitting there laughing like no i got bigger plans for you i remember years ago when you were married living in california and you would have cookbooks tell us about that oh (laughs) gosh oh jacrela you really know me (laughs) okay so um My ex-husband, when we were together, he loved to read. So we were always going to um, like little yard sales that you see on the side of the road. And he's always picking out books, whether a library had a book sale or a used bookstore was gold, a used Mm -hmm. bookstore to him and at the time I wasn't really into all the things that he was in the reading so I started collecting cookbooks I started collecting all kind of cookbooks I mean it didn't matter what the food was whether it was barbecue or Chinese food I started collecting all these cookbooks and then I found that as I began to make the recipes in the cookbooks they had ingredients that like I didn't like So it's like, I love cooking, but I'm going to keep this ingredient out. Or I like this dish here, but I'm going to add my own ingredient. So I never kind of followed any of the recipes to a T. I I would take what someone else did and I made it my own. But Mm. yes, I used to collect cookbooks. And look at me now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. And I, I just, I love that because it speaks to passion and using what you're passionate about to yeah. fuel your purpose. And so as Natasha mentioned, she has had several businesses and I have sewn into, I think each of them where she was a photographer. I got photos by her. I'm pretty sure most of the pictures you see on my website or my Facebook she took a lot of them. She did uh, graphic design work and created my business cards and my logos. And when I say she was good, she was really good at these yeah. things. Like if I go home, I'm like, Nick, can you snap a picture of me? You know, like yeah. cause I know she's still good at it, but where her passion and her heart came in was through cooking. And I believe that you can get to anybody's heart through cooking, not just the man. Okay. So yeah, like so. there so. is emotion that comes out when people eat her food. Talk about some of those experiences. I've seen on her Instagram, people literally crying after tasting her fried king crab. Go ahead. Tell us about that. You know, all right. So I'll say sometimes there is a sound or a song that will remind you of someone or a time period or a smell. And it's the same way with food. So I remember one experience, I flew down to um, North Carolina and actually I flew to North Carolina, but we had the actual event in South Carolina and I'm cooking for these Southern bells. Okay, I'm in the South and they know seafood. And here and they I can cook, girl. <laughs> they know seafood. I mean, we are right at the water. We're mm-hmm. right at the water. And they're telling me these things too. They're watching me while I'm in the kitchen and they're and they're looking to see, you know, who is this new chef that thinks that she's gonna come down here and, and make shrimp fritz for us. <laughs> oh, in my head, um <clears throat> I think for the dinner, I made my baked mac and cheese which I call smack and cheese and one of the ladies there she actually after she tasted it she actually started crying and it was like a big moment I know her friends were looking at her like you better not do it and she's like I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it and sure enough, she started crying. That was a big thing there. And everybody's like, oh, you're crying. And we asked her and it's like, well, why are you crying? It's like, you know, it just reminded her. It was so good. And it brought tears to her eyes and it kind of reminded her of her aunt. Wow. Like it her of her aunt back in the day, you know, on a holiday. Like this is like the best Thanksgiving mac and cheese you could ever have. But it's not Thanksgiving and you know, you weren't expecting it to be that that good. And then I think the next morning when they tried my shrimp and grits, they were basically like, okay, it doesn't get any better than this. Wow. Didn't get any better than this. So yeah, I've had several people cry. People have cried when they've tried my fried lobster. I mean, I pour my soul into it. So when I see their reactions and they're moved and they're so happy, like I had a guy last Saturday who was like, you know what? Tell your mama, thank you. Thank you for bringing you into this world. Food, like you know how good food has to be for someone to thank your mama, to be happy that you were born. Like that's major. That is major. That's the best compliment. That's like the highest compliment for me. 
Wow. That's awesome. I love it. Every time I see one of the success stories, every time you have a successful dinner party or private party or whatever, I'm like over there rooting you on sharing your stuff. Cause I'd be so proud. I'm like, never would I have ever imagined that I would enjoy watermelon cake, but I do now. And it's like the things that she does is creative. It brings food to life, you know, and a lot of people are like, I just got to eat to live. And it's like, no, she lives to cook. And she lives to let you eat her food and experience it. Like it's a total experience when you're eating with Chef Natasha B. So you mentioned that the guy last week said to thank your mom. I want to pull that up for a second, because if it weren't for your parents, your support system, do you think you would be where you are today? Oh, my gosh. You know, I don't know if I would be where I am today. I don't know how God would work it out, but let me tell you, my parents, they play such a big part in this. Um, I was once married, so I know what it's like to have help in the home. But now as a single parent, having that support system has like, it has really allowed me to flourish to flourish. They, they gave me the opportunity to come back home from my marriage and basically start over. And I started with this business. So I don't know if I would not be here. Um, but I know that they played and they played, they, they played the biggest part. They played the biggest part. They played the biggest part. Yes. I just ask you that because I have a lot of women who I speak with who are single moms and When I ask them about pursuing their dreams, pursuing their passion, they're like, I can't really do that because I don't have support. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have support? And they look at me and they're like, oh, you're married. You have a support system. And I'm like, I'm married to somebody who works. So I'm chasing my dream while he's at work, you know? And so talk about like the importance of asking for help, like reaching out to your support system, like tell the ladies how important it is to ask for what you need. It is so important. It's like the squeaky wheel gets the oil, a closed mouth does not get fed, you know, like you need to speak up. And I'll tell you this, when you first start asking for help, it's like, what, what is she trying to do? What is she trying to do? Nobody understands, but you. But you still need to ask for that help. Um, And then you need to make good on what it is that you're doing. So I was asking for help. And then once people saw, like, hey, it's working, then they're, hey, what do you need? What do you, you know, they're asking you, like, hey, what do you need? Because they see, like, hey, they see me. I'm a single mom of three kids. And now they see me. I'm actually making progress. So they're even more willing to come alongside me and to help. So it's not like, hey, mom, can you watch the kids just so I can go clubbing every night? It's like, hey, mom, can you watch the kids? Because I'm going to go to work. And when they found when they start finding out how much you get paid, <laughs> they can be like, oh, hey, what, how long, when will you be back? All right, I got the kids, you know, like my parents have been at all of my major events. When I cooked for the celebrities in California, 
you know, just to show my parents, like, hey, I know I'm asking you to help out with my kids, but like, it's working. Come with me to California. You see me with the celebrities. My parents are taking pictures with TV hosts and actors. Yeah. And And when I did my really big event, um, my biggest event in Maryland, my parents were there. So they're shaking hands with donors and you know, they're just, I get to show them like my appreciation by like being successful and, and taking them along. My dad's been to the TV station with me, the radio station. Like I work hard and I ask a lot of them, but you know, I show them the fruits of, um, the labor that we're all bringing in. Yeah. That's awesome. So you mentioned that you cook for celebrities in California. You've been on TV, on the radio, Yes. Share with us, who are some of those celebrities you've been cooking for? Let us know. Oh okay, so uh, um, I follow DC Irvin on Instagram and I saw that he was in Philadelphia a couple of times. And I was like, if you ever come to Maryland, I'm cooking for you. So when he came to Maryland, he came with Marlon Wayans. So I cooked for DC Irvin and Marlon Wayans. In California, I cooked for Kevin Clash, who, was the, who used to be the voice of Elmo for several years. What? I've cooked for MJ Harris, who sells insurance, but he is a big social media influencer. I've cooked for um, TV executives. Um, let me see. Timothy Snell. Uh, he's a celebrity stylist. He used to do Queen Latifah, all of Queen Latifah styles. He's had TV shows. So, yeah, I've cooked for some people. And then my favorite, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite comedian of all time, Timothy Shropshire. I have cooked for him. I've cooked for his family, his cousins in Maryland, his cousins in, um, where are they? His cousins in Maryland, his cousins in South Carolina. And I think I cooked uh, for some cousins that came up in DC. So it's like, yeah, I've, I've cooked for them. So that is amazing. So that is just a few of the celebrities. And, you know, I can tell that you've got connections clearly all over the place, which means they're going to continue pointing you in the right places and talking about you. And I believe that favor spreads really fast. Okay. And so I just believe that you'll continue to do well. People have seen you on TV. They've heard you on the radio. Your Instagram blew up. Y'all, I watched her Instagram I remember when she was like, I can't wait to get a thousand followers. No. (laughs) Tell them where you are now. Oh my gosh. So I'm at 39,000 Instagram followers and I did it all organically. Um, Just cooking for different people, putting out good content. I think in August, I still may have only had like 3000. And I did an event with Timothy Shropshire in North Carolina. And I told him, I said, you know, when I hit 4000, I'm gonna cry. Because I grew my Instagram from zero to 4000. Like, I'm gonna cry. I think my goal was 5000. And he told me he said, don't cry when you get to 4000 cry when you get to 10,000. And then within like two two weeks later, 
I was at 10,000 and I, I messaged him. I was like, remember you told me not to cry when I get to 4,000. <laughs> I'm at 10,000 and I'm crying. <laughs> so what had happened was, um, I have this thing called, what is it? Under promise and over deliver. So I would do a fruit display at my brunches. But what I started to do is like, you know, the fruit looks beautiful. How can I make this the absolute best? I started doing watermelon cakes. Nobody was asking me for a watermelon cake. Nobody was talking about a watermelon cake. Um, and nobody was paying me to sculpture out a watermelon cake. And I decided that I was just going to start offering them to every brunch just because I wanted it to look a certain way. One of my watermelon cakes went viral. To date, that video has 4.4 million views. And I think I gained at least 36 followers after that video went viral. And um, since then, my other videos have like, I don't know, 267,000 views. Like they have a lot of views. So my page is constantly growing now. Um, it's like, I found my niche. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so I want y'all to hear some of the things that she said, because she's dropping nuggets here. And if y'all ain't catching it, you better rewind and catch this. Okay. Because she found her niche. She showed up and she put out valuable content. She wasn't just throwing stuff up there. Y'all, when you look at her IG, her pictures are crisp. Her food looks like you want to lick your phone. You want to bite the crab leg straight through the phone. And then the thing that I love the most that she just stated is that she underpromised and overdelivered. She was doing stuff that nobody even asked for because she knew what she was capable of. And sometimes you have to take your talents when other people can't see what you're capable of. You got to put it in their face. Yes, yes. So that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. When you have a talent and people haven't quite discovered it, they haven't saw the value in it, but you know the value that you have, you got to put it in their face. You got to show them like, yo, look at this. Let me show you what I'm doing. And sometimes we got to give a little so that we can get what we know we deserve and that we are desiring. And so what she did was took something that she was talented at and sat it in their face. And y'all know, like the Dory effect, if something is shiny, you're going to start looking at it, right? You know, and you start following that shiny thing. And what people started to see is that, wow, she's talented here too. So she did something that she knew she was good at. And that's what I want to encourage you all to do. Figure out what you're good at and start putting it in people's faces and yeah. show up consistently. Show up all the time. Show what you're good at. Do it with class and elegance, though. Don't show up ratchet. <laughs> I've yeah. seen some people who have complained because their business isn't taking off. But I'm like, look how you're putting out your, your stuff. You're going to get the caliber of people according to what you put out. And so Natasha has been putting out good stuff and she cooks great food and she makes you have an experience with her and she knows where her talents are and where her strengths are. And she gives it to you with her whole heart. And that's what she's telling y'all here today. Like, I don't know if y'all caught that, but I caught it. Like she is just sharing with you from her heart. And that's yeah. what most of us need to realize as a mompreneur, you got to do what works from your heart. 
from your heart. Most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, where I'm at now in the business, I don't know if I would be here if I wasn't able to give it my all. Like literally when you go into someone's home, you pour out everything that you have. And I treat this opportunity like this may be my last opportunity to ever cook for anyone else. If I'm going to go out, I'm going out in the bank. This is going to be the best dinner. It's going to be the best. So that's my mindset going into every dinner and every brunch. This food, the first bite, it has to be the best bite. That first bite has to make them understand why they paid me what they paid me to come in. I have who will book me to surprise their wife. So I'll come in the house, I'll have everything set up, and then the wife will come in later and she's like, who's this woman in the kitchen? (laughs) Hi, I'm Chef Natasha. I'm a brand new chef. Hey, and they're like, yeah, okay, hi. And then they try my food. And then they know why I'm in their kitchen. They're yeah. like, when I'm back, when are you cooking again? <laughs> um, the lady in North Carolina is like, hey, I need you back down here for Mother's Day. Uh, you and your sister, you're invited to Cancun with us in June. Like, you got to put it all out on the table. Customer service has to be number one. You know, make the people feel like um, you're happy that, Uh, they hired you like you're just enjoying the whole thing right alongside them yeah and I love that about you you're in there with them camera up in their face like how's it taste I love that (laughs) (laughs) she's like love it (laughs) so when I just said like enjoy I enjoy them enjoying it like that is just so when they're eating and they're happy that makes me happy it's like okay it was all worth it. It's, it's, um, it's like instant gratification. Like you were slaving in this kitchen for hours. You plan this out with them for a couple of weeks. Now you've gone shopping, you know, you've cooked and now this is the moment. Is it all worth it? And when they give you that thumbs up, when they give you that hug, when they book you again, it's like, yeah, it was worth it. It was yeah. worth it. It was worth it. Have you ever had any thoughts of quitting they come since you started the cooking since I started cooking no I have I can now that I can tell you I have not thought about quitting that's how much I love it I love cooking when I'm if say like my feet hurt my back hurt I got a headache I haven't eaten I can still cook you know, I can still cook. I remember I was frying red snapper. My dad had set up a fryer in like the backyard and the grass was a little wet and my foot slid out of my sandal into the brick platform that he built. And I'm telling you, I just knew that I like broke my big toe, but guess I have people coming and they're going to want good food. So you know what I did? Pulled my foot back in that sandal, got that fish out, and I ran in the house, and I just kept going. So that's what cooking is for me. Like, my foot afterwards, woo! (laughs) Woo! My foot, I felt it afterwards. But during that moment, it's like, yo, I'll fix my foot later. I have people come in. I want this food to still be good. I want it to be on time. Let's let's get it out of here. Yeah, let's get it out of here. I love it. No quitting. No quitting. 
See, and that's what I'm talking about. Like when you're doing what you love, then you can continue doing it through the hard times, through the struggles, through every experience that you go through. Like it's your motivation. It's your inspiration. What you do is what pushes you through every situation. And I love that. So I will say this though, there's nothing wrong with revamping um, what what you're doing. So when I first started out, I was selling plates. So if anybody wanted to play at any time, they could message me and be like, hey, Chef Natasha, can I get one plate? And I'd be like, look, I'm going to go to the store. You may spend like three hours collecting the stuff and then cooking it and giving them that one plate. But I've kind of shifted to instead of doing that, I made people, you know, you have to order when I'm doing a pop-up. So as long as it's the day of a pop-up, you could put your order in, people could order something offside of the menu, whatever. And then as you grow and you get bigger and you get more orders, then I had to revamp it again and say, hey, this is what the menu is. You can't order anything outside of that because I'm doing so many orders that I kind of have, you know, like I have to keep things organized. And then I revamped again. Then I started going in homes as a chef. So when I first went in homes, I'm, you know, I'm charging, I think I charged, I think I asked for like $200 to cook in their home. And that's food and everything included. I just booked my last event for two people was $1,500. And that's not including the hotels and everything else. That's $1,500 to me. I'll take care of your food, but that's for one night for two people. So I have definitely revamped as you grow, you have to change, but quit. No, (laughs) never. I love that because a lot of people feel like, okay, it's not working like this. Maybe I missed the mark. I'm like, no, maybe it's not working because you need to revamp now. What you were doing in the beginning, selling individual plates, whatever they wanted, it worked in the beginning, but as you evolved, you had to change the game and make it work for you and treat your business like a business. See, yeah. when people don't treat their business like a business and it's just their hobby, it's just something they like to do, then they don't evolve and they stay stuck. And so you were like, nope, I'm not stuck. I'm evolving. Y'all can either keep up or, or roll out. And I love that because I can remember days where people were like, well, I still want to get blah, blah, blah. And you're like, it's not on the menu. <laughs> I can't do it. And, um, and guess what? Like those ground days, I mean, I feel like people respected them so much because they saw me working hard and they knew the food was good. So if I put out a menu and say something on is on there that they've never tried before, or maybe they wanted something else, they'll still order. Mm-hmm. They'll still order. Like everybody kind of like you got to learn how to as your business grows you got to learn how to control the flow of things yeah so you know if i'm gonna get all of these orders i need to be able to control this thing a little bit more yeah well i'm super proud yes. of you because you've done an amazing job i've watched your business grow up and glow up okay i am seeing the fruits of your labor y'all don't ever go around when she got to cook because she's going to put you to work. <laughs> I 
Are you in here or are you in here? Because if you're in here, you're here to help. <laughs> listen, but listen, the fruits of your labor pays off because when there's some crab legs left over. <laughs> got you. What you want to eat? I got you. Yes. But I wanted to bring her on here specifically to encourage you, whether you're married or single, whether you're just starting or you've been in your business for a long time, that you can do this. You got to find your support system. You got to get your business strategy together. Like I said, she showed up. She realized when it was time to revamp, she recognized her evolution in her business and she ran with it and she has never stopped going. And that adrenaline, when she hit her toe, that adrenaline that goes pumping through your body when you do what you love, it's what'll keep you pushing. So I'm just, I'm excited for you. What do you have coming up? All right. So... On Instagram, I have so many chefs every day that reach out to me and they say, hey, I am in culinary school. I'm about to graduate or, hey, I've had my business for several years. I've done catering, but I want to get into, you know, becoming a private chef. They see what I'm doing and now they're asking me how to do that. So I've tried to answer the questions as best I can, but as you know, going back to revamping my business. So I'm getting ready to launch, um, hopefully within the next three months, I'll be launching a mentorship program because I have so many chefs that want to learn how I do this. And a lot of it is like basic interaction. How are you communicating with your clients and how do they you know, how do you get them to pay for the hotel and the car? And so uh, I'm going to create a program where I can start teaching other chefs to do it. You know, um, I literally went from getting kicked out of nursing school to becoming a six figure chef all in the same year. Uh, I went from basically like zero or maybe we'll say like 200 followers to at least 38,000 followers all in one year without paying to have someone um, add followers to my page, like paying for followers or anything like that, like just sheer organic growth. So um, I'm going to create a program to teach to teach other chefs how to do that. That because is amazing. Yeah, they have the skill. And if people aren't going to restaurants and you can basically bring something to them that's better than a restaurant, they're going to pay for it. Exactly. And people pay for what they value and what's important. So I'm super excited for you. And as that mentorship program comes out, y'all better know we'll have her back on here to talk about it. And if you're like, oh, I've been thinking about being a chef for so long. Now, you know who you need to go follow, Chef Natasha B., And just really begin to hang on to her words, you know, and even if it's not being a chef, she gave us so many nuggets on how she just went after it, gave it her all, committed to it and never stopped. And that's what I really want y'all to grasp today. Go after it. If you love it, go after it, give it your all and never stop. Never stop. Yeah. Chef Natasha, is there anything that you want to tell our listeners today? One final thing to encourage them, to motivate them, to launch them into what's next. I want to tell you that it's hard. It's hard. I think 
times right now, it's January 2022, times right now are hard. People are going through a lot. You you yourself may be going through a lot, but you got to fight and keep going. And just because it's hard doesn't mean you can't do it. Just because it's hard doesn't mean you can't do it. So you got to keep going, keep yourself encouraged, keep yourself motivated. You know, if you have to change your circle for just a time period so you can continue to keep going, change your circle. If you have to change what you eat, change, like changing your diet, changing your exercising habits to, to put yourself in a better place so that you can keep going, do whatever you have to do right now to keep going. You know, if you started your business and it's hard, but you see that it's still working, it's supposed to be hard. Keep going. Keep going. So, yeah, yeah. that's what I guys. I love you and keep going. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you brought to the show. I pray that our listeners will receive it and run with it. Take these nuggets and run with them. We just pray blessings over your business and that everyone you come in contact with will have an encounter with not only your delicious food, but an encounter with the light and the love of God on the inside of you, because I believe that has a huge portion of why the success is just rolling off of you the way it is. Come on, the favor of God. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us today. Please, please share this episode. Tag Natasha and myself. I'll put our links in the show notes. But Natasha, tell them again, how can they find you, follow you, order from you? What do they need to do? Okay. So the best way to reach me, you can go to my Instagram page, Chef Natasha B on Instagram. I have a link tree set up and you can click on that and you can actually schedule a 30 minute consultation with me. So if you are thinking about booking me for an event, um, go ahead and schedule that call. Let's, let's hop right on a call and talk about it. If you have questions business wise, you can go ahead and send me um, an Instagram message and I will be happy to reply see and she keeping it simple for us we ain't got to look all over the place we go right to her instagram chef natasha b and she is right there and she can help you hook you up and i'm telling you when you taste her food you'll understand why she went from kicked out of nursing school to a six-figure chef that's the bomb.com okay Award-winning six-figure chef. Award-winning six-figure <laughs> chef. Yes, let's get it right. Correct me because we got to put some respect on your name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, have an amazing week. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for putting me on your to-do list. Now go do something productive. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Productive Mompreneur Show. If you enjoyed today's episode and found value in it, it would mean a lot to me if you share your biggest takeaway in your Instagram stories and tag at Jaquela Lynn. That'll help me help you through these podcast episodes. And while we're helping people, you can take one minute to rate, review, subscribe, and share with other people who you think might enjoy this. To learn how to work with me directly or get access to my tips, freebies, and trainings, be sure to head over to JaquelaLynn.com. Put slash community if you want to join my Facebook community. I'm Jaquela Lynn. Thanks for adding me to your to-do list. Now go do something productive. You already know. Go play.